Misguided anger and unchecked ignorance make for strange bedfellows. This is a brief healing, and I am Sensei Raven Ekundayo. I wanted to speak on news from a little less than a week ago concerning comedian Kevin Hart. His distasteful comments, the backlash that he experienced, how wrong he was, and the hypocrites that oppose him. Now, I typed up the majority of what it is that I plan to say, mostly because I want to keep this as concise as possible, but also to make sure I remain on topic as well. Now, the issue that I've had is that I live in an area of gray. As I always talk about on the main podcast, I believe in balance. And so I'm able to see both sides of the situation in a way. And so I wanted to be able to share my views on it because while I completely disagree with him, there is hypocrisy on the other side that makes me not necessarily have to defend him, not at all, but defend the other side of things. Because I have been put off by Kevin Hart for quite some time. However, a lot of the people who have been opposing him while this has been going on are people who I'm put off by as well. Because people like to live in the extremes. And I believe that that is very dangerous. To not attempt to ever, and this is for both sides, to not attempt to truly hear, see, and understand one another will leave us in this space forever. So, Kevin Hart was originally tapped to be the 2019 host of the Oscars. However, tweets were pulled from several years ago showing some disturbing comments that he made in regards to queer people. Let me read what he said. On January 11th, 2011, he tweeted, Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and I'm going to say in my voice, Stop. That's gay. Now, that's one of the main tweets that people have used. However, there's more. On January 20th, 2010, he stated, Why does at Damien DW profile pic look like a gay billboard for AIDS? Boom, I'm on fire tonight. Then there were two from 2009. One was July 22nd, where he said, Why does at Wayne215 have so many pictures of me in his phone? What are you, some type of fat fag that takes pics of small black men all day? And then on July 18th, 2009, at D. Wade Official, you should ask the question, Lil This, how many gay men sweat when they wear dress shirts? Because real men don't. Laughing my ass off. P.S. Fag. To say these tweets are disgusting is an understatement. And while many people will attempt to argue that this was years ago, the question is, how far has he actually moved forward? I believe we received an answer to this question when he was challenged with an opportunity to actually apologize this time around. Now, this is my truth. Kevin Hart comes off as a deeply egotistical person to me. I didn't really feel this way until I watched an interview he did with Tiffany Haddish on The Breakfast Club, which gave me serious pause. I personally was put off by the fact that Tiffany pretty much didn't even need to be there that day. That's how much he took over the entire interview, including parts where she should have been speaking for herself. 
It made me look at his character on The Real Husbands of Hollywood on BET and ask myself, is Arch truly a reflection of life? So, I have a personal idea of what I perceive his personality to be like, and I find myself confused by those who defend him. They state that he apologized before, long before this situation took place. There have been people online stating why must he say that he's sorry, why does he have to apologize? He's apologized to the LGBTQ community already. Let's be clear, he didn't. And I'll read a quote to prove it. Now, this is what he stated right before he ended up stepping down from hosting the Oscars. I chose to pass on the apology. The reason why I passed is because I've addressed this several times. This is not the first time this has come up. I've addressed it. I've spoken on it. I've said where the rights and wrongs were. I've said who I am now versus who I was back then. I've done it. I'm not going to continue to go back and tap into days of old when I've moved on and I'm in a completely different place in life. At no point in time did he say I apologized before. And this is what it is that I find to be so weird about those who are defending him. Meaning there are people, you know, cis hetero people as well as queer people who are saying that he's already apologized. Leave him alone. That's not fair. I'm like, not only did he not apologize before, he also didn't lie. Like in that, and to his credit, he didn't lie in that statement that he put out. He didn't say I've apologized already. He said I addressed it, you know. So I'm like, where did this apology happen? And by all means, if you if anyone's listening to this and would like to prove me wrong, I don't have a problem with that. If he did apologize before and you have it in writing, you can use the hashtag a brief healing and I'll go and check it and I'll see it for myself because I don't want to be incorrect about what it is that I'm sta- stating. I made sure I did my research so that I could be correct. So if I am incorrect, by all means, please make sure you do so. Or you can add us on Twitter at underscore uh, THS podcast, and you can let me know there as well. Now, Nick Cannon came to his defense immediately, posting quotes from comedians like Chelsea Handler, Sarah Silverman, and Amy Schumer. These tweets were also offensive. And I think what I found to be just as offensive was watching The View and seeing Joy Behar defend these women. I raised my eyebrows so far up it went over my head. (laughs) Like, how? While we can't deny Kevin had violence in his tweet, the words fag and faggot were also used by these women, and that is not okay. If he's not allowed to say it, they can't either. And if we have to forgive them for saying it years ago, we must forgive him too. Let me go ahead and read these tweets that Nick Cannon ended up posting. So he said, uh, Amy Schumer said, enjoy Skyfall fags. I'm about to get knee deep in Helen Hunt. Hashtag the sessions. Then he reposted Sarah Silverman. She said, I don't mean this in a hateful way, but the new bachelorette's a faggot. Then Chelsea Handler said, this is what a fag bird looks like when he flexes. So again, here's my thing. My issue is that what he said was completely wrong. And he was also wrong for the fact that he never apologized. You know, he's he's sitting in a space where he's refusing to continue to touch on this topic. But it's like, dude, you said really hurtful things. It it does nothing. It does nothing. It's so simple for you to apologize. But at this point, it's kind of like, 
what would your apology really mean when clearly it seems that it's not coming from the heart if you were to do it? It appears that you're, you would simply be doing it to pacify people, you know? But with that being said, these women also don't get a free pass. Joy Behar was talking about how, you know, these are people who stand for LGBTQ rights and all that stuff. Okay, that's perfectly fine. That has nothing to do with the fact that they are held, they should be held accountable the same way he has to be. And that bothers me. Now, speaking on the hypocrisy of those who have been against him, I take serious issue with the fact that so many of those who attack him are just as bad as he is. Now, this everything I'm saying is completely off script now. This is just coming from the heart. I don't understand why we live in a society where there are so many people who consider themselves to be woke. So many people who consider themselves to be activists out here on the front lines who are just as, if not more, hateful and negative than the people who they attack. That is a problem. And I see it way too often on social media. People operating out of spaces of pain and allowing that to dictate every single solitary move they make. What I think is even worse are the people who celebrate them, who prop them up, who make them feel like they're doing the real work and they are not. Putting other people down to raise yourself higher does not make you a true activist. It makes you a hero to no one. And my personal opinion, it makes your purpose dark. Going out here and shaming everyone left and right, making yourself and those who you state that you're fighting for seem like victims when what you're doing is attacking other people viciously, but yet you believe that you're right. No. And it's an, an, an endless journey online over and over again. People who would otherwise be beautiful souls. And I feel the same way about Kevin Hart as well. And this is the problem. I don't believe that he is a bad human being. The problem is, is that I believe he is so full of whatever pain it is that he's been through in the past that he can't allow himself to see the other side. The exact same thing for those who oppose him. The pain that they've been through, which is very real, they don't allow themselves to step out of that pain to even for a minute say, okay, he's not apologizing. We can hold him accountable for that. But why? What is the reason why he feels the way that he feels? You know, let's all of us come together for a conversation to talk about this and get a better understanding of the reason why he exists where he does. And prayerfully, he can hear where we're coming from so he can understand why we exist, why we do. I mean, where we do. Instead, everyone's talking at each other. And what bothered me the most about as I, as I was noticing this story begin to grow and grow is that we're going to have a bunch of people of color all attacking one another. You know, people who are cisgender looking at uh queer people of color like you need to get over it you can't do this you can't do that honestly I went to work and the day after the news broke I made sure to not be anywhere on campus near my co-workers who were cis uh who were black and cisgendered I uh am excuse me heterosexual cis heterosexual I didn't want to be anywhere near them because if they said anything out of their mouths <laughs> Oh my goodness, I wasn't going to be ready for it, you know, because I wasn't I wasn't prepared 
to be in the space of people speaking out of ignorance. I didn't want to be. And we live in a world where there are far too many people who speak first and think later. And that goes once again for both sides. People not taking into consideration how other people may feel. And there are people who could be listening to this right now saying to themselves, I don't have time to worry about how other people feel because of the pain that I've been through. But what I would say to you is we will never be able to remedy these problems if we continue to think that way. If we continue to believe that our problems are the only problems that matter and if people aren't listening to us, then they're not worth listening to. We're not going to get anywhere. What I would say to Kevin Hart, what I would say to those who oppose him on the same level of where he's where he's acting out is that we need to finally get to a point where we understand that we are all people of color and we need to look out for each other. We really do. We live in a world, but more importantly, we live in a country where we are targets on a regular basis. And oftentimes we have cis hetero people that when they think about the queer community, when they think of LGBTQ, for some strange reason, they don't see queer people of color. They see white people. And that makes them feel as though the entire, the entire community can be dismissed because all they see is white oppression. They don't see their queer brothers and sisters or non-binary people who are in this fight with them. And that is a problem. On the flip side, I know way, way too many black queer men who feel as though men in general, whether they're cis hetero or cis homo or funny enough, not trans. They, they, they represent for trans all day. But cis hetero and cis homosexual men are completely disposable to them. I know a lot of black queer men like that who just feel as though whatever when it comes to trans people and when it comes to women, that's all that matters to us. Neither side is healthy. We have to learn how to see, how to hear, how to love one another. And if you think that that sounds cliche, then you're a part of the problem. Because as long as you continue to believe that we don't need to see each other, stuff like what's happening right now, this entire Kevin Hart situation is only going to get worse. Because as long as we act like we don't see each other and as long as we're blind to one another in our pain, the pain will grow. The pain will continue and we'll destroy each other slowly. Practice love. Practice patience. Practice understanding that this is not a me society. We need to make it a we society. Once we all learn to operate out of a place of we, we will be in a much better place. I absolutely promise you that. So that's my five cents. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to A Brief Healing if you'd like to walk with us on social media, that would be once again, underscore THS podcast on Twitter, THS podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and our official website, THSpodcast.com. You can also walk with me all over social media at Scorpiogi. Join the conversation, use the hashtag a brief healing and share with me how you feel.
And don't worry, a brother can take it. If you disagree with me, I won't get angry. I'll have a respectful dialogue with you and we'll keep it pushing. Because at the end of the day, it's all about love. Again, thank you for taking a listen. And until next time, namaste. Namaste.